bread this is a new recipe for me do you it's, it's good interest interesting it's it's it's, okay. it's great I, yeah is, you like it is is this bread made entirely of crumbs bound together with what egg yeah I yeah think, well I, I took i took the breadcrumbs and then i turned them into bread i think i got tape in my teeth did you you can't tape breadcrumbs together into the shape of a loaf of bread Wow, I didn't realize you guys were such fucking sheep. I had no idea that you were such sheep. This well, is shocking to me. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, like the bread crumbs come after, like you make bread and then it, like gets stale and you like put it in the blender and you make crumbs with it for you. Don't, it's like the end. It's not the beginning. The bread. So wait, you're saying that bread isn't just made out of bread crumbs? Yeah. No, no. It's like yeah. bread crumbs are made out of bread. Wait. So it's like the opposite direction. Cause what inspired inspired you to make? I've made a huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Today we are talking about QAnon. (laughs) I see. So so you baked with you baked together a story from all of the breadcrumbs. (laughs) (laughs) So QAnon. <laughs> One of the things that I've always like fixated on with QAnon, which is like just kind of unfair of me, but like they talk about how they take Q's breadcrumbs and the bakers make bread out of them, which is like the actual theory. Um, and so I just think that's fucking so stupid. <laughs> I just think it's so like on its face dumb. And uh, for the reasons that we just described, for all the reasons in, that in, in, in our little you can't little make bread out of bread there. right? Exactly. Yeah. They should be making like you know country fried chicken or something, right? Um, yeah, make, make some chicken chicken tendies, chicken tendies. Yeah, which I'm sure many of them, their mothers make them their chicken tendies. Yeah. So you know they don't need to, <laughs> they don't need to fuck around with all that. Yeah, the queue leaves the breadcrumbs, and then like Trump gives them a breast. Of, then of the, chicken, and then they bread the breast, <laughs> yeah, like, like shake and bake, cr- yeah, and they help, yeah. <laughs> it's shake and bake, not help. <laughs> My mom used to make me do that line for her friends all the time when I was a little kid because she thought it was so funny, and because she wanted you to uncover the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I. Like, I had originally conceived this episode as being, like, a real deep dive into QAnon. But the problem with that is that QAnon is so sprawling and just complex and, like, there's just so much that even having spent, I don't even want to tell you how many hours I've spent uh, diving into QAnon in the last you know, two weeks. And, and even when I started this, I felt like I knew a lot about QAnon, but now like, my God, um, it's a, it's a deep dive into the Marianas trench. It really <laughs> is. Like, there's just like, like still I feel more like to we're, go. we're more going to be in like the waiting pool of QAnon. Um, 
so I mean, we're going to put a few links to some different sources in do your, the, own, research. Do your own research. Do um, your own we're going to put some links to some things in the show notes for this, and we'll mention them as we go. But Hopefully this will be at least a good primer for should, people who want the mind virus of uh, yeah, Q to take over. It'll wet your whistle. And we'll kind of, I think, maybe focus on some of the funnier stuff, just because like, if you want like really the serious like journalism of it, there's plenty of places to get that. I'm kind of more interested in talking about like the funny elements of it, because a lot of it is very funny. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> is there is there Q music yet? Like, I, I know there's uh, Q culture in general. Like, there's... Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, like, the little slideshow documentaries that they do always have music in the background, but... It's just, know. like, all royalty-free. Yeah. But is there, like, a Q rapper yet? Is there somebody, you know, exposing... Uh, I'd the... be shocked if there wasn't. Yeah. There probably is. Well, write in if you know about a Q rapper. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what is QAnon? QAnon is a movement made up of people who subscribe to the belief that the world is run by a global cabal of deep state Satanist pedophiles who torture and rape children to harvest their blood to stay young and powerful forever. Or alternatively, maybe they give it to aliens. This cabal would have gone on forever, happily controlling the government, media, and Hollywood, were it not for the election of Donald Trump. He is fighting the cabal and revealing their secrets through Q. Oh, <laughs> okay, oh, I'll just oh, keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, well <clears throat> so is the Q a non like phenomena is is the group of people who are coalescing around this um you know what you could even call like a augmented reality like game like a like a way of looking at on the fly changing real world conditions through a specific narrative lens yeah absolutely and that's been written about uh quite a bit the ways that QAnon operates like an augmented reality game. And we'll maybe get into that once we have like some some stuff under our belt of how exactly that plays out. But that's one of the things that makes it almost addictive for believers in the conspiracy theory is that like once you have that main infrastructure built for how to look at the world through a Q lens, everything becomes relevant. Everything becomes relevant. Yeah. And is and has like this kind of infinite like looping of meaning that you can just plug things into one another and um do q people use the fact that donald trump looks looks like absolute shit a reason to believe that he is not <laughs> he's not drinking adrenochrome he's like look at him like obviously he's not doing anything to make himself look young he looks like ab- absolute dog shit yeah so clearly i don't he's know what fighting you're talking about i think i think they they call him um so you know POTUS, president of the United States. They call him Geotis, which is God Emperor of the United States. Whoa! So yeah, like, like this, like non ironically, non ironically. Wow! And so, well, I don't know. I mean, it, look, I shouldn't say non ironically. There is always a little bit of irony in some of this stuff because it comes from four chan and eight chan. Yeah, so, so, like, so it's all the knowing wry smile of a groiper, like winking at the yeah. at the, uh, the screen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so are, how do they? Are are they like fully integrated with the reality of all of like the the quote unquote not fake like real? I'm using scare quotes here uh, because what we're going to talk about this whole episode is the fact that QAnon is a phenomena stemming from the ongoing epistemological crisis that we're all you know uh, aware of. That yeah, and are are they like tying it to the whole Jeffrey Epstein like actual billionaire? 
club of child rapists? Like, is that like a part of the whole thing? And how do they square the circle of the fact that like Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein go way back and like party together and have videos together with like Donald Trump having like a teenager on either arm? It's the long game. Ah. This is decades in the making. He's undercover. Yeah, he's under deep cover. Ah. So And he's there, not on the flight logs the way that our, our Billy Boy Clinton is. That's that's true. You know? So So what about Kevin Spacey? Is he like also on the truther like deep long game plan or is no, he no, like no. one of the No, he's he's pedophile, a Satanist like, cabal ah. pedophile, yeah. So is Donald Trump the singular character yeah. that's embedded? It's only Donald well and Q and the Q team. Ah, okay. It really is like Donald Trump against the world. Okay. And and <laughs> and, and the Q, the, the the like so there are different conceptions of whether or not Q is like a person or a team of persons. Some people think Q is Donald Trump himself. But yeah, so it's basically like Donald Trump and this small like cadre of the white hats is what they're often referred to. A lot of them are as in uh, like white hat hacker. Well, or like white hat, like a good guy, as opposed to like the okay. black hats. Okay. Um, and like this small cadre of like high level military officials uh, who are fighting the cabal pedophile Satanist ring. So when people say like uh, there was a Q drop and like Q says this, they, they, there is deep disagreement about whether that is a single person yes. or yeah. multiple people. And if it is a single person, who that single person is. Like there's no. Yeah. Yeah. agreement of, of who that but, there's 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 disagreement in yeah. the community but actually like who q is is very secondary to the rest of it like people if you if you kind of like press a lot of q anon folks on like who is q and how can you trust this person they'll tell you things like this is bigger than q this goes far beyond q like they like it's almost like it's secondary to them who q is or whether or not they ever find out who q is um but we can get into a little bit of that later let's talk first about the origins of QAnon. Please. so it, the genesis yeah the genesis so it kind of it, some of its origins are in the pizzagate conspiracy classic um in which the podesta emails revealed that democrats were using the dc comic ping pong pizza restaurant as a meeting place to conduct satanic rituals and run a child sex trafficking operation this is you know famously Podesta telling Barack Obama ordered $65,000 worth of pizza and hot dogs for an event at the White House. Um, <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of pizza and hot it's dogs. It's a lot of pizza and hot dogs. And so, like, pizza stands for children. Hot dogs stand for boys. I think ice cream is for girls. So they have, like, this elaborate key- keyword system of codes that they were then able to comb through the Podesta emails. And this was the WikiLeaks hack. This was the WikiLeaks hack, yeah, Interesting. Exactly. So did they see Assange as being... On Team God Emperor, yeah, Assange is a is a white hat. Yeah, Interesting, absolutely. So, you, are they coming out for the whole free Assange, uh, you know, movement that's like happening like this week? You know? Yes, yeah. A lot of a lot of QAnoners are very excited about what's going on with Assange, and very upset that the mainstream media is not covering it. Now, now I know that uh, when we record these uh, premium episodes, um, we tend to try to keep them evergreen. But it's interesting to talk about the whole Assange thing because I watched a uh, clip on um, Tucker Carlson where Glenn Greenwald seemed to be directly speaking to the president mm-hmm. and urging the president to uh, basically pardon both Snowden and um, uh, Assange by like 
basically kissing the president's ass a lot well that, like, that's like a very effective this is where like glenn greenwald for all his faults like that's a smart thing to do because you when you go on fox you are able to talk to the president like yeah and, and he's just like this is everything you've run on like this is you know like this is uh free speech in the deep state and how the deep state is like targeting uh not only journalists but truth itself mm-hmm. and like blah 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 and it it almost made me think for a second like is Glenn Greenwald Q built? Like, <laughs> like it, it, but you know, I... okay. So the the origin goes to PizzaGate, and that's like 2017, right? Yes, Pizza, 2017. Yeah. So October of 2017 was kind of when it began. So. And for for anybody who's not aware, so what does the Q stand for? Q stands for this individual who's posting. We'll get into what Q means later. Anon is how users on 4chan and now on 8chan also refer to themselves because it's an anonymous image board. That's kind of one of the critical elements of what the platform is, is that it's anonymity. How does Q distinguish himself? We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, Q was actually not the first kind of like blank anon. So in 2016 there was uh there was FBI anon who made similar claims to Q. There was also HLI or high level insider anon who began posting to 4chan claiming to have knowledge of the investigations into the Clinton Foundation and a few other conspiracy theories including that Princess Diana was murdered because she tried to prevent the 9/11 attacks. That's a take I it haven't is. heard yet. Wow. I, I knew that there had been long-held conspiracy of the murder of uh, Princess Di, but I thought it had more to do with her activism. Because as a member yeah. of the royal family, she was like extremely outspoken in terms of anti-war, especially anti-landmine. Um, yeah. She was like a huge uh, humanitarian landmine removal advocate and ended up like raising millions and millions of dollars to try and fund... Um, landmine removal because it turns out that landmines are incredibly cheap to put in and incredibly expensive to take out yeah and and they just stay there for a long time yeah, until they also, kill like a farmer she was also yeah. about to possibly marry a uh a guy a middle eastern like i don't remember if he was royalty she was about to enter into what the royal family felt was a very uh disagreeable marriage um so she, she had separated from, from she charles had, yeah, yeah she had separated from charles Interesting. So later we got CIA Anon and then White House Insider Anon. They're all doing basically the same thing, claiming to have inside knowledge of how the administration was any day now going to take down the evil demon rats. For normies, that's that's Democrats. Oh, demon rats? Demon rats, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm I'm taking that. But, but so for oh go ahead. I was gonna say so just none of this sticks though yeah for some reason none of these really take off um they you don't know, sound as cool as Q they come and they stick around for a few days and they post I think a lot of it was just like they didn't have the you know they didn't have the the gumption to keep at it so then on October so so let's get to the origin of Q himself so on October fifth twenty seventeen Donald Trump calls. Uh, the press in for an unscheduled photo op. He was having dinner with some high-level military leaders and their wives, and he, you know, the White House had told the press, this was a Thursday, the White House had told the press, we don't have anything else for you today. And then suddenly, they called them all up, and they said, oh, the president wants to do this photo op. We got these photogenic generals at essential casting. Everybody's all Everybody's all dressed up, like, yeah, why not? So as the group posed for a photo in the state dining room, Trump gestures around at the military officials surrounding him and he said you guys know what this represents tell us sir maybe it's the calm before the storm 
What's the storm? Could be calm. Calm before the storm. We have the world's great military people in this room. I will tell you that. And uh, we're going to have a great evening. Thank you all for coming. Thank you. What storm is the president? You'll find out. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And all of these reporters are like, what do you mean by that, sir? What do you mean? And he's like, you'll see. Well, this was right around the time that uh, there was escalating tensions with, with Iran. Kim Jong-un. Well, Kim Jong, and then also Iran. A lot of people yeah. were concerned about Iran. So everybody obviously freaks the fuck out because Trump is standing in a room with all the top military brass and like cryptically referring to some kind of storm. So, you know, and the press goes nuts. Is he about to launch some new military action or are we about to go to war? But this strange kind of off the cuff remark will fuel the as yet unborn QAnon conspiracy for years to come. So on October 28th, so now we're about three weeks later, um, a user on 4chan posted two messages that are now considered the first Q drops. Q drops being whenever Q drops his breadcrumbs of information. And are these on regular intervals or is it sporadic? The, it, it Mostly it's regular. The, I think the longest period he's ever gone without posting was something like 20 days. And is, um, is there, a, you're using a, a male pronoun for, for Q. Is most that, people is that do. understood or within mean, the community? Yeah, I mean, it's probably not very like uh, sensitive of me to, to assume that Q is a male. But most people in the community do refer to him okay. as Q and, you know, um, and he's never like Q, Q has never said like, hey, stop misgendering me. I'm actually <laughs> like, um, so in a, in a 4chan thread titled the call titled calm before the storm, this Anon who would later take up the identity of Q clearance Patriot predicted that Hillary Clinton was about to be arrested. Um, and I actually have those Q drops here if you guys are interested in. Yeah, please. Hearing them. I, l- I love the grammar of these. these yeah, things. that's kind of why it's worth reading. Yeah. So the first one is done in kind of paragraph form. It says, HRC extradition already in motion, effective yesterday, with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged, effective 1030 at 1201 a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. U.S. M's, uh, M referring to... Um, Military? Yeah, military officials. USMs, maybe Marines, actually, I think it's Marines, will conduct the operation while NG activated. NG is National Guard. Proof check. Locate a NG member and ask if activated for duty 1030 across most major cities. Big if true. Big if true. (laughs) So that was posted Saturday, October 28th, 2017 at 445 PM. I mean, I don't know. You don't really need to say that timestamp because we all remember when Hillary Clinton was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> like I, the, the idea of where her, were you when Hillary Clinton was arrested yeah. and the National Guard was activated? Like rich people don't even go through customs, right? Like they just right, they yeah. just show up at the airport, get on their private jet, and, and take off, right? Like they're not like padded down. Hillary uh, Clinton isn't having her shoes checked like for explosives, like no, when she gets true, on a, not, a, yeah. a plane. So like. No, she's not paying royalties on her Marlboro or her, yeah. her uh, uh, Im- imports on her Marlboro Lights cartons. Yeah, no, she's... <laughs> so here, so four hours later, here's the second Q drop, and this is generally like referenced as the first Q drop. Um, what? It's matching Bill. Co- Hill, I got some Disarono. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the duty free. It's in duty free. <laughs> 
All right. We're going to get lit with this. (laughs) (laughs) This cue drop is more in line with most of what he does. And the, the, the structure of like the most kind of meaty cue drops are these single line sentences that'll be like sentence. Most of them are sentence fragments and then questions. Um, so, so here's a second cue drop. Mockingbird. HRC detained, not arrested yet. In princes. Where is Huma? Follow Huma. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Russia yet. Why does POTUS surround himself with generals? What is military intelligence? Why go around the three letter agencies? What Supreme Court case allows for the use of MIV congressional assembled and approved agencies? What is Who MI- has sorry. Mil- uh, military intelligence? Sorry, sorry. Keep going with the, the, the thing. I'll ask okay. questions afterward. Who has ultimate authority over our branches of military without approval con- conditions unless 90 plus in wartime conditions? What is the military code? Where is AW being held? Why? POTUS will not go on TV to address nation. POTUS must isolate himself to prevent negative optics. POTUS knew removing criminal rogue elements as a first step was essential to free and pass legislation. Who has access to everything classified? Do you believe HRC, Soros, Obama, etc. have more power than Trump? Fantasy. Whoever controls the office of the presidency controls this great land. They never believed for a moment they, Democrats and Republicans, would lose control. This is not RVD battle. Why did Soros donate all his money recently? Why would he place all his funds in a RC? Mockingbird 10, 30, 17. God bless fellow patriots. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get the appeal, but I'm also trying to wrap my mind around, like, my vision of whoever Q is, and it's, like, somebody who is under such intense surveillance that they can only escape to, like, write a drop in, like, a bathroom break, so, like, feverishly typing on the shitter, like, all this stuff, because, like, why is it in sentence fragments? Why Why is it, like, d- yeah. so punctuated? Why are there so many, like, three-letter or two-letter acronyms that are, like, completely vague? So I, don't, I is, don't have time for prepositions. So there is explanation for some of that, which is that he's trying to avoid these crawling, uh, like, systems that are... Uh, like the keyword scanners? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like you know, military intel, like, you know, CIA. Intelligence vehicles? Is that what MIV stands for? Uh, MI stands for in military intelligence. Um, but yeah, a lot of this code is un- used under the pretense that it keeps the alphabet agencies from, you know, from, fla- from flagging these Q posts. They, they definitely don't look for, like, proper nouns like Huma. Right, right. They, they, yeah, they, they right. look for full sentences that that uh, um, say like you know, be ready for when the national guard gets called up. You know, but you that- know the real purpose of it is that, um, and this is coming out of like media theory since really like the seventies, is that nowadays art and literature and media are there's this. Uh, uh, Roland Barthes wrote this um, piece called "From Text to Work." From work to text, from text to work. I don't remember. It's been a very long time since I read it. But it's basically about how, like, 
we now in the kind of postmodern era crave texts that we have to write in conjunction from work to text. That's what it is in conjunction with the author. So you don't just want everything handed to you on a silver platter. You want to have to construct the story in the act of consuming it. That's more engaging. It's more enjoyable. It's like a game. It's like and a, that's, from watching TV that starts in media res that you're like constructing the plot, like along yeah. with the actual, like, you know, director and writer of the show you're yeah. like wait wait so you're like piecing things together it's very uh engaging it's very engaging um and so that is i think a big part of the appeal of q is that it's not just all now if you're somebody who wants it just all laid out for you bear you can get that um and i think a lot of people now who consider themselves members of the q community are relying on the bakers mm. who bake the bread it's hard to um, it's hard, yeah it's easy to poke <laughs> holes in direct stated narratives like you know statements of either fact or not it's harder to poke holes in questions mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah. the q drop being more of uh a choose your own adventure type of uh understanding of it by way of it just asking you like all of the well, questions well a lot of it's like a horoscope where you know, it's vague. We'll get into some of that later, but like it's vague enough that you can kind of imprint tons of meanings after the fact, not unlike Nostradamus. Like, you know, Nostradamus was a great predictor of the future because he wrote using tropes. And so he wrote in such a way that it was inevitable that it would come true because he was playing on historical archetypes. And, you know, one of the things that Q will say all the time is future proves past. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, it basically means that if eventually you can tie a Q drop to some, you know, news event later on, then that means that that means that Q is right. What's really fascinating to me about these first Q drops is like nothing that he says ever comes true. And instead of that discrediting Q in the eyes of QAnon believers, it actually bolsters it because this was essentially misinformation. That Q was it was intentionally dropping for reasons that are very important to the plan. And that's another thing, Q's trust the plan. You have to trust the plan. So so in that way, even when Q is wrong, he's wrong on purpose. Trust the plan. Yeah, I'm not lying to you, baby. I would what, never what, what, what are what you, are you, who are you gonna believe? Me or your lying eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and th- and so that's why you have um the bakers, right? Because I can imagine that there's like a decent number of people who are like, okay, so I'm following this and this doesn't make any sense. And I'm not, and like, this seems flat, like blatantly wrong, but I really want to believe this is true. So I must be missing something. Right. And then the baker comes in like, okay, well, here's the, the lay of the land. Here's why this seems like it's a bunch of bullshit. When in fact, it's a very cleverly placed lie to scare away the deep state. So I actually have a really good example of that exact process, if you guys want to hear it. Absolutely. Um, We could actually do maybe like a dramatic reading Mm -hmm. where one of us is Q and one of us is the baker. Yeah. Um, I could share who wants... I could share this image with somebody. You kind of... You would need a desktop to be able to read it. I'll be one of them. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So this is like the classic uh, green text... Yeah, so basically what's been done in this, this is a series of screenshots taken straight from 4chan from uh, shortly after Q kind of launched. So this is November 8th, 2017. And basically what's been done in this post is 
it's kind of a demonstration of how you're supposed to bake bread from the crumbs, which is they've taken all of Q's little one line questions and then they've answered them. Um, and, you know, this is what's said over and over again among Q and honors is that like, if you take the structure of Q's posts and you answer the questions the way that he frames them, you'll come with something, you'll come away with something really deep and like meaningful that okay. will then, you know, so, so let's see how that plays. Let's see if this is really deep and meaningful All for right. us. Uh, do you want to play Q or do you want to play the baker? I feel like you're better, uh, adjusted to the baker mindset. So I'll, I'll play Q. Okay. You're right, Q. Right? Baker mindset. What is Facebook? Social engineering, data mining. What is Google? Held as absolute truth or definitive source by normies, also a data mining. It could also be used to confirm certain bias one holds, assuming those confirmations are at the top of the results list. What is Twitter? Pavlovian. Retweets are akin to the feuds. Retweet. Retweets are akin to the food stimuli. They used gamification to make folks addicted to it. Also data mining. True. (laughs) What do they have in common? Data mining. (laughs) How is this relevant? Can track and keep information on millions of people. Who would want to buy this product? Three-letter agencies, internationally. (laughs) Who does buy this product? NSA. Follow the money. And then there's a link to a Gizmodo article confirmed NSA paid Google, Microsoft, others millions. Why would a body want this product? To not spy, but allow people to openly share that data after signing any electronic agreements. Who controls this product? Unknown. Why is this relevant? He who controls the flow of information can determine the narrative. Who is Google? <laughs> Google, Sergey Brin, born in Soviet Union in 1973 to avoid Jewish persecution, owned by Alphabet Inc. Who is Twitter? Twitter, Evan Clark Williams, largest owner, part of Alphabet Inc., former owner of Blogger, bought by Google. I thought it was Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. I don't know. The, a lot of these, a lot of times they like place, they like insert different names for different people because like, oh, well, he's not the, he's the majority shareholder okay. or, or he's one of the earliest developers or something, okay. which gives it actually a nice fungibility because then you can draw more connections with this. Anyway. Yeah, network of, yeah. of financiers being yeah. real puppet masters. Like if you have 10 people associated with Twitter, like one of them is going to be a pedophile. So just <laughs> yeah. run with that. Yeah. You know? yeah. All right. Who is Facebook. Facebook. Cheryl Sandberg, previously chief of staff to U.S. Treasury Department. Cheryl was on the board for the Walt Disney Company in 2009. It's like that question, who is Facebook? Wouldn't you answer Mark Mark Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, know, Mark Zuckerberg wasn't chief of staff to U.S. Treasury Department. It's so interesting that they get so close to, like, a material understanding of, like, the global capitalist neoliberal hegemony that, like, runs and rules all of our lives. But somehow doesn't take like it for what it is in our, yeah. in my opinion which is just like um a system of imperialism and in control for yeah. you know these these private capitalists that are just exploiting everybody and they somehow turn it all into like this sort of like war of evil and good people like personalities mm-hmm. and that like it isn't the structure that's like the problem 
It isn't the fact that there is a billionaire group that has outsized influence in all realms of society. It's that they're Satanist. It, and specifically, <laughs> they're the, the white hats and, and the black hats. Yeah. And there's like, it's not, you know, the class structure. It's not the mode of production. It's not the fact that there are these people with unchecked power and responsibility over our collective lives. That's the problem. It's that some of them are worshiping the devil and others are like fighting for Christ. <laughs> yeah. And so in this way, Q is actually very, very comforting because so much of the ideology behind Q is that like it absolves all of us of responsibility of solving these problems. Like you have the Anons who are doing the good work of decoding Q's clues, whatever. But at the end of the day, it is God Emperor Donald Trump who's going to save us. You just, and this is literally said over and over and over again in, you know, these quote unquote documentaries and these blog posts, trust the plan, just wait. The great awakening is coming. Everything's going to be fixed. And like Donald Trump and Q are going to fix it. So look at that versus a materialist analysis, which says that like we have to do the hard work of making a better world that sucks yeah. like that's not a that's not and nobody's eating babies in that narrative at all which is really <laughs> like not very compelling i don't get out of bed in the morning for at least more than like three people eating babies yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly so yeah it's, it's like i mean like there is very clear evidence that like the top 25 grossing companies like all have the same dozen or so people on their interlocking yeah. board, boards of Which directors, is another right? thing that but, benefits Q is that like, yeah, of course there's all these connections because they're a global elite. Like the global elite part is true. Yeah. yeah. It's just that I don't think they're sucking adrenochrome out of the spines of like 12 year olds. No, they're jacking know? each other off. Like Alex Jones <laughs> proved this. He went to the fucking Bohemian Grove and like, you know, that was where he cut his teeth in terms of becoming like a national icon mm -hmm. was he exposed the fact that like they literally do just powwow with each other and like mostly fornicate like and you know that's jerk that, each other off yeah, yeah jerk each other uh, off literally like, jerk each other off and i bet a lot of them are pedophiles like oh I, undoubtedly you know like, like that's the whole jeffrey epstein thing yeah so you know it's just that donald trump's one of them <laughs> and also that like, <laughs> that is really my biggest difference with QAnon is that i don't think donald trump is gonna save us from the, I, yeah yeah it's, and it's, i'm not convinced they're all satanists so, yeah and it's ultimately they're about, not that cool <laughs> it's it's about a theory of change, right? And the the QAnon theory of change is trust the plan, the God Emperor, or some benign white hat, you know, group. That it's not that rich people are evil by nature of existing as rich people and denying everybody what the, the value that they produce and vacuuming it all up and controlling everybody. It's that there are some good rich people and some bad rich people. And instead of, you know, solving that problem by, I don't know, a broad class-based uh, movement to overthrow the domination of the many by the few, uh, instead it's just like, it's a wishing well. It's like people yeah. throwing coins in and being like, go demon rats or go do they have a, a similarly funny name for republicans like do they call it what like republicans or something i don't know what liberals call republicans the, the q is not super they they're critical of republicans but they don't go after them the way they do democrats um, okay but yeah no i don't uh, like it seems so weirdly partisan yeah, it guess, is it, and like that's the thing that well, i can't seem to wrap my thing, mind around you know what that's one of the more interesting elements of q is that it's surprisingly not super partisan um, well, not, except for like the whole uh, DNC, Podesta, Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton, like. But they're not pro Republican either. Okay. 
Um, they're real by and large, most like average QAnoners. I don't know. And, and again, this is similarly to when we talked about flat earth, there are, there's so many believers and they all, and they believe different things. So it's hard to kind of like pin all of them down as like, no, QAnon is not pro Republican. Like a lot of them are, but a lot of them aren't. And like some of these, you know, again, I will use scare quotes, documentaries, these YouTube compilations that you'll find, or these blogs that you'll find, like a lot of them are, If you believe them, and that's, you know, your prerogative, some of them are like former Democrats who just literally fell down the wrong fucking rabbit hole. And it's literally called a rabbit hole over and over and over again. Go down the rabbit hole. As if that's like a good thing. Like, (laughs) Well, the Matrix like really did a number. There's a lot of Matrix. Uh, Q often references Alice and Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess is the source of the rabbit. Which is... Oh, the actual Al- title of the <laughs> Alice and Wonderland. Yeah. Nice. And people will say that that's on purpose, but you know, they'll say a lot of things when it comes to Q. Uh, so, I like they, they don't like Republicans in the sense that like any Republican that Trump doesn't like, they don't like. Right. He's like, we were watching that video and they were talking about how like Trump actually murdered John McCain. Yeah. Trump did. Yeah. Trump had John McCain. What? Yeah. Yeah. Right, so like that—that's the only time. That's the only thing I can remember. Like, like he gave him brain cancer? No, no, like he murked him. I don't know. He 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 murked him. Oh shit! Because for being one of the founders of ISIS. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you're kind of jumping the gun on us, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was, I was just trying to think of like a single Republican that they said something bad about, and that's well, the no, only it's one not. I can think it's of. not. It, 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 I'm not they don't go after Republicans, but they believe that the the international pedophile Satan cabal spans both parties. Mm-hmm. They don't believe that Republicans in essence are opposed to the cabal. So they'll okay, give they'll okay. give a, I, a, I any given Republican the benefit of the doubt, but they they're not gonna act surprised when they find out that Tom Cotton exactly uh, yes. sucks adrenochrome out of the spines of of ten year olds. Yes, okay. absolutely. And that's also based in reality though, right? Like there's the whole peter teal blood boy like kind of thing where and like, like the the cream the celebrities who sell creams that are made out of foreskins like that's a real thing yeah <laughs> like they use foreskins to make cosmetic products really yeah no that's like a real thing is that kosher no i don't, know. I don't think so <laughs> i don't know i mean I think you're supposed to get rid of that thing <laughs> that's why they call it a schmuck yeah right yeah <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> We, All right, so what is Q? We need to cut off the moil supply here. <laughs> <laughs> so what so Q refers to Q clearance, which is a real thing. Uh it's the Department of Energy's highest clearance that allows access to top secret information. Q has never claimed to be a member of any particular government organization, but he does sometimes post things that attempt to prove that he's at least in the company of the president. Like he's posted some blurry, some blurry pictures that are supposedly like looking out of air force one when they're on a route over, I think it was like the Maldives or something. Um, so we don't like Q has never given any hint as to like his or her or their actual identity. But, um, so that's where Q comes from. Yeah. We wouldn't have expected the department of energy to be like the, (laughs) like such a major (laughs) player in any of this. Um, so well, it, it's it's probably the only uh, department that uh, Trump didn't staff with somebody who was trying to destroy it. 
Because <laughs> no, he did. No, he did. did. He, he, yeah, he, uh, it was Rick Perry who said wanted that to he, get rid of who the... said like on stage in a debate that uh, he wanted to get rid of the sec- the Department of Energy, the Department of uh, Education, and he couldn't remember he the, couldn't third remember the third one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's probably the Department of Health. Yeah, you know it's. Uh... So in the beginning, Q post posted mostly on 4chan for the first few months. Um, he later moved to 8chan because it was 4chan was, in his words, infiltrated. Um, in reality, it seems like there were just a lot of trolls there that were giving him a hard time and like, making fun <laughs> of him a lot, so he moved to 8chan. So are these different posting cultures between the chans? 4chan and 8chan are very similar. 8chan is maybe a little darker than 4chan, which should really, if you know anything about 4chan, should yeah. give you an idea of how fucked up 8chan it's is. double the chance. Which is now, it rebranded itself as 8coon after the, um, the shooting in Texas where the shooter, well, it was actually in, in quick succession, three different matches shootings had shooters who all posted to 8chan before they carried out their shooting yeah there was a live stream in the new zealand massacre that was like uh done with like a you know uh, tethered gopro on the helmet of the guy that like shot that mosque up yeah um and i remember you know just being like really shocked and fucked like fucked up for a while looking at all the anonymous posters that were like op delivers and i was like this isn't a fucking game. Like these people are like often very dark on these anonymous uh, posting boards. Yeah. So he moved to 8chan now known as 8coon. Um, But now of course, most QAnon activity happens on other platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube has really cracked down on it. So now it's a lot of like bit shoot and other forums. Um, but there is still this there. So there's this really complex web and lots of different kind of situ situationalities between Q and QAnon, which is I don't think that's a word, but I do my best. Um, <laughs> so there's like you know the people who inter- who go straight to the source, the the go to HN to interpret Q drops directly, and then people who compile all this information, the bread as you will, into posts, graphics, videos, and then share things across different platforms and then you have sort of people who are more normie who are just like follow you know q facebook groups and that kind of thing who aren't actually involved necessarily in the production of knowledge Hmm. um and so this is kind of why like no single platform can defeat q reddit can ban them and they go to facebook facebook can shut down as many groups as they want new ones will pop up then they'll go to twitter now they're on bit now they're sharing videos on BitChute. so it's like it's whack-a-mole um yeah it also seems like inherently easy to co-opt yeah like, you know, like all you'd have to do... A lot of grifting around QAnon. Yeah. Like, you know, when you were talking about this earlier, I was thinking, okay, how, how could how could leftists sort of crack this, you know, uh, community, for lack of a better word, open and like expose them to ideas about like mass coalitions to just overthrow the state and capital or like anything else. And I was like, maybe these people will end up getting like bread pilled, which is the whole idea of like, uh, getting really into Kropotkin or like left YouTube, which they call like bread, cu- uh, bread tube after Kropotkin's, uh, book, uh, uh conquest, conquest of, bread. of bread. And like, you know, so like, I wonder if it could ever be conquest of well, breadcrumbs. Back to my, <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to my earlier point and why I think that that will never happen is that Q is fundamentally a passive ideology. You don't have to do anything. Got it. Okay. So it's... You can have the fun of interpreting the Q drops, 
But there's no action that needs to be taken by the masses. Donald Trump will fix this. Okay, okay. So, like, how do you how do you convert people from an ideology that's all about passivity and waiting to an ideology that's all about doing the difficult work of building a new world and a new future? Well, I mean... That's a big fucking ask. It's a big ask, but I think there's something inherent in people when they get as fired up as these, you know, Q people are that makes them want to activate in some way. And, you know, you see the whole um, uh, Save the Children rallies that happened, like, all around the globe, um, where it was, you know, like, Q's taking the streets. Like, we're going to, like, you know, we're going to bring the storm about. It was like, you know, we're going to, and it was all these people, like, saving our children. And it was uh, cast sort of, in some cities, totally got on board. And they're like, oh, it's an anti uh, child trafficking, um, you know, organization. Great. Sure. Like, the mayor <laughs> yeah. and shit coming down and like marching with the Save the Children thing. They're like, yeah, we don't like we child don't like sex trafficking. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. that's a real problem. And like, we, we should do something about it. Uh, but I guess the problem is like, Q isn't inter- Q people aren't interested in actually finding like the real like vulnerable communities that are actually being trafficked for sex and stuff in this country or around the world. They're really trying to stop like the specific, this is where I was getting at with the sort of partisan aspect of it. Like the, the Soros is the, the, um, the Humas. Yeah. Like yeah. All, all of these people who they've already cast as the, the black hats, you know? Right. Um, and Yeah. So I don't know, like, well, and part of it is that like, look, I I don't mean to like downplay how horrible child sex trafficking is. It's really horrible, but the numbers of it relative to everything else that's happening in the world are like small. Like you're not likely to just happen upon a massive child sex trafficking ring. Unless, Um, unless you like determine that the way that we, the, we separate families at the border is actually, in fact, a way of saving children from which pedophiles. is an argument that's been made by human yeah. honors. Yeah. yeah, but like if you so like they often tout these you know these huge numbers of children that go missing every year. Sometimes it's three hundred thousand or eight hundred thousand or even like eight million. I mean, like a quarter of the nation's children go missing every year. Like that's literally some of the numbers that these people <laughs> a throw quarter, out. A quarter. Yeah, I mean. But so, like, then when you break that down by the numbers, like, ha- like m- for missing children in the United States, about half of them are runaways. Yeah. And then about another, uh, like, third of them are uh, taken by a, f- a family member. They're kidnapped by, yeah, like, a it, family member. It's only, like, 1% of missing children every year are not recovered. Um, so, okay, like, that's still a lot of, yeah, like, kids, but it's not on the order of what you would think if you're really embedded in these, in these groups. That there's, like, an industrial scale operation that's shipping children in Wayfair cabinets. eight million cabinets. children a year are being put in Wayfair cabinets. Yeah, exactly. So let's actually drill down a little bit into some of the specifics of what QAnon believes. So the world is run by a global cabal of elites. Check. Check. Yeah. They are Satan worshippers and pedophiles who harvest adrenochrome from tortured children to fuel their orgies and keep them youthful and vibrant. Check minus. <laughs> yeah. so, so we're going to play Snopes right here. Partially true. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. One Pinocchio. The pedophilia isn't just for fun. It's also an intricate blackmail system that keeps everyone in line and can be used to destroy the reputation of political enemies when necessary. But to be clear, it's also fun. <laughs> now, now, 
<laughs> now, every everything I know about the whole Epstein cabal makes that a check. Yeah. Like, right. it seems to yeah. be a thing about, you know, both flexing the fact that you literally are above the law and the fact that you're all in this group that have dirt on each other. So there's solidarity in none of you ever getting caught. Yeah. Had Hillary Clinton won the 2016 election, the cycle would have continued. But Donald J. Trump and his White Hats are battling the cabal. And any day now, all the evil elites will be mass arrested and sent to Guantanamo Bay. Cool. Guantanamo? Yeah, Guantanamo. Ah. And Trump uh, shaping up Guantanamo over the last few years, has like he's like getting it ready for them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't really think the Gitmo connection existed. Oh, yeah. So what it's is... It's all connected. <laughs> so what's their take on Obama campaigning twice on closing Gitmo and then not doing that at all? Like, is... I don't think... I've never seen them have a take on that. I don't know. They... Okay. I mean, it, Gitmo is really fucked up. But the fact that they probably don't think it is, they think it's like an awesome space where we can do extrajudicial torture and violence in perpetuity to the cabal. Like, they're probably like, fuck yeah, we need Gitmo. Yeah. Yeah. So these mass arrests and sending them all to Gitmo will usher in the Great Awakening. Now, it's not necessarily an accident that the Great Awakening comes from, like, is the same phrasing as, like, the 19th century religious movements that believed that, like... The age of Christ was upon us. Um, So the Great Awakening, an era of peace and prosperity and absolutely zero pedophilia. So So, that's what Trump will bring about. So do they believe in like the classic Christian Zionist eschatology that we talked about? uh, A lot of them do. A lot of a lot of Q people tie these things directly together. And and there was one um, one of the many many articles that I read for this episode was talking about how like. Q can be very appealing to people who grew up evangelical because a big part of like, especially evangelicalism from like the nineties and the early aughts was about this literal battle between good and evil angels and demons that's happening all around you physically. It's not just this like idea of there being angels and, and, and demons doing battle somewhere. Like, no, it's happening like in this room. There are in like the ether around us, angels and demons doing battle. Look to your left and look to your right. <laughs> one of those people is an angel and the other one is a devil. And so that is also very much tied up in Q. Because remember, when they say that they're Satanists, they don't mean in like a kitschy, you know, kind of like a Satanism aesthetic. They believe that Hillary Clinton worships Satan and is doing the bidding of Baphomet. Like, And do they know about the Church of Satan being mostly a satirical political organization that's trying to point out, you know, the ridiculousness of general organized religion in the first place? They know that the Church of Satan exists and that they worship Satan. And that's bad. Okay. Like, so, so it just like goes way over their head. That like everything that like the church, the actual church of Satan. I don't is know like, if I'd say it goes over their head. Probably a lot of them think that that's a ruse. Think that that's just like a, a you know, something oh, that they like, like a show that they put on. That yeah, ah. exactly. Um, I don't think that a lot of QAnoners are like stupid and they just don't get that. Like they just think that it, they don't buy it. Okay. They okay. don't think that it. They think that when you believe that everything is facade and smoke and mirrors and illusion then like facts like that the fact that you know the church of satan is actually um 
you know, aping. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not, it's not that they don't get that. It's that they don't buy it. Okay. Okay. Not today, Satan. Yeah. (laughs) So a couple other things. Um, JFK Jr. probably didn't actually die in a plane crash. He faked his own death to keep uh, from being assassinated by the Clintons because Hillary Clinton was running for Senate. QAnoners, for some reason, believe that JFK Jr. was running for the same Senate seat that Hillary Clinton was in 1999, and that that's why he faked his own death in a plane crash. He wasn't running for Senate at the time. And and is this tied to a drop, or is this a Baker theory? So this is a little bit weird. Um, So... (laughs) So at some point, I don't remember when it was, maybe sometime in 2018, Q went silent for a little while and somebody else showed up calling themselves R. Okay. And they dropped this JFK Jr. conspiracy. Okay. Um, and it just kind of stuck. And so um, JFK Jr., who is longtime friends with Donald Trump... <laughs> stay with me all right Uh, will eventually once the mass arrests begin jfk jr will reveal himself that he's been in hiding since 1999 and that he is uh it's some people believe that he is q and he will maybe become like king of america or something and replace uh mike pence as vice president it, that or he'll become the new president or yeah. like some people truly do just believe that it much like the rain, the the kingdom of God, we will have the kingdom after the Great Awakening, we'll have the kingdom of JFK Jr. Okay. Also, JFK was assassinated because he wanted to take down the pedophile cabal. And also, it's possible that there was some time travel. One one Pinocchio. <laughs> God Emperor Trump, he's our hero. It's gonna bring pedophilia down to zero. Wow. Wow. <sighs> yeah, so... So, so those J- are the broad strokes. And I mean, there are pictures of, like, JFK Jr. and Trump together, but that's because they're, like, both rich assholes that go to the same Hamptons parties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, I mean, because they were best friends. I yeah. don't know. I yeah, mean, I mean, like, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump played yeah, golf, right, like, yeah, right. three times a year for, yeah. like, a decade. Right. And then there's also, um, right now, there's also a conspiracy that, like, we've seen JFK Jr. And it's S- some guy that looks absolutely nothing like JFK Jr. that just, like, has been to, like, a few Trump rallies. So, his name is, let me see. And that, and that his wife and sister-in-law are following him there, too, because there are some, like, uh like wi- women that have spent too much time in a um tanning booth that like you can also find at Trump rallies wow that wow are- because of course like uh um these sisters were were very close and so if they're going to go in, in hiding it's quite possible that like they wanted to go together with JFK Jr. So his name is Vincent Fusca Fusca maybe um, and he has been in the background of several Trump rallies, and people say he has no history, he has no background, there's no documentation of him, and uh, they believe that he is JFK Jr. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. And there's and you can buy merch. Keep them coming. Keep you them coming. You can buy on Amazon.com, you can buy a Who is Vincent Fusca t-shirt. It's another element of QAnon is that there's a lot of grifting. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Its original propulsion to fame was essentially a bunch of YouTubers pointing to 4chan and saying, hey, let's like 
you know, boost all of our views by talking about this weird thing that's kind of taking yeah, like fortune by storm. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of, yeah. And, you know, now with things like Teespring and Amazon, like, it's super easy to just create merch. Yeah, um, true indeed. And so... Which, by the way, guys, we're thinking of, like, making a Teespring store for some, some merch for the pod. Yeah, we might. Uh, yeah, so, you know, keep an eye out. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, following the breadcrumb trail, basically. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so those are the foundations of Q. Um from there, I guess we could talk about like how it's you know broken into the news in the last year or two. Um, gamification elements of it. I don't know. I mean, what are you guys feeling? Where do you want to go from here? Because <laughs> from here, it just kind of explodes in like a million different directions. So that was like as best as I could organize things mm-hmm. to talk about. But like, well, there's some juicy new Q drops that just happened today, right? So there are two new q drops today there there's a there's a website called qanon.pub that just uh rakes through anything oh so i didn't mention this earlier but how does q distinguish himself on an anonymous message board oh yeah, yeah. so uh 4chan and 8chan now 8 kun have a a, a a feature it's called trip code and you can set up basically a password the way that um anonymous posts work on QAnon is on 4chan is that you just have like this random string of letters and numbers. So using a trip code, you can have a stable string of letters and numbers, and then you can give yourself a name. Q has obviously given himself the name Q. And then you can log into that um, and kind of have like a stable identity. That's very, very few users do that. But, um, and in fact, it used to be highly derided to use trip codes. The whole point is, you know, it, they're there for the lulls and anybody who's trying to like build a brand by being like consistent Very having inauthentic, a fan, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just like fuck you, Normie. And they, they were actually like oftentimes the chans will use the f the f slur, um, and so that was like always the you would be like a trip f f or yeah. you know oh got it got yeah, it yeah so right. um so two new Q drops today. The first is a link to Joe Biden's tweet talking about how. Um, the United States is unprepared for a pandemic. Trump has rolled back progress. President Obama and I made to strengthen global health security, blah, blah, blah. And Q says, um, who benefits the most, virus or election, lab or nature, coincidence or foreknowledge? Difficult truths. Q. Lab or nature? Lab or nature. And then there's another Q drop shortly uh, before that. So it's a, it's a Punisher skull classic um in front of like a blood spatter and this is a pretty juicy one it says this is all caps just so you know equal justice under the law as written this is another thing Q does where he'll put things in brackets and bold but like it's kind of unintelligible like why so <laughs> equal justice under the law as written transparency disclosure and accountability Justice, that's bracketed for some reason, is the only way forward. Future of our republic at stake. Watergate times a thousand. September 14th through 18th, 21st through 25th. Track and follow events. Did Kevin set his alarm? (gasps) Q. Kevin. Kevin! (laughs) Watergate times a thousand. Watergate times a thousand. Oh, his power levels are so high. It's like the uh, 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 Team America World Police were like, it'll be 9-11 times a thousand. My God, 
911,000. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those are today's and, Q drops. And what were the dates? So the dates were September 14th through 18th and 21st through 25th. Okay. Okay, so so Mars retrograde, all right? So Q has been making itself like more mainstream, like coming into the 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 basic news um funnel and and cycle more and more over the last several uh years. And one of the things is um this story of Anthony Comello. Have you guys heard heard about this? Like the uh, the the guy who apparently he was like dating the daughter of like a mob boss and then like murdered him yeah and then when he was you know standing trial he like scribbled a cue on his hand and like showed it to like reporters and stuff and said something along the lines of like where we go one we go all Mm -hmm. which by the way like where does that come from wait there's so much shit that we haven't even talked about so where we go one where we go all was uh engraved into the bell on jfk's yacht okay (laughs) okay like jfk uh the, the the president uh, Ex president? Was it JFK or JFK thought, Jr.? I think it was Jr.'s yacht. Yeah, I think it was Jr.'s yacht. Okay. Um, Any? Why would he put that on a bell? I think it has to do with like the Navy or something. Okay. Um, there is like a history to it. So that 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 okay. So I understand that's a JFK Jr. tie-in. Um, yeah. But did you in your research look up anything to do with this Camelo case or like? Yeah, I mean it's pretty straightforward. Like he killed him. But, what, um, like, was the mob boss, like, connected to the cabal or something? Or, like... I, the cabal's not real, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, he wasn't. I guess I was just asking, like, is there a lore that's like, oh, also, uh, it's organized crime. Like, you know, like, they're they're a part of it. Like, within the, the, the QAnon world. He, so, uh, Camello believed that Callie, so Frank Callie, the Gambino crime boss... He believed that he was a member of the deep sp- deep state and was convinced he, quote, was enjoying the protection of President Trump himself. That, that means that Camilla would believe that he was enjoying the president, uh, the protection of President Trump himself to place Callie under citizen's arrest. Ah, and so Callie, like, you know, wasn't down for getting under uh, civilian uh, arrest and then... Well, apparently when the, w- during the confrontation, I guess... Uh, I guess Frank Callie was not into being detained, so Camello ultimately uh, shot him ten times. And at his first court appearance, Camello displayed QAnon symbols and phrases, as well as MAGA forever scrawled on his hand in pen. So. Wow. So, you know, I guess we've been having a lot of fun, personally, um, on this podcast recording uh, episode, uh, because this shit is... uh, incredibly interesting in the fact that like it has permeated such a broad swath of the population um and now you know we even have like somebody running for what congress yeah marjorie yeah. taylor green there there actually i think last count there were like over 40 people running for house of representatives who are in some way affiliated with q wow 40? yeah i didn't heard that uh, I think that was the last count. I'm, I, that may have been a count before the primary, so I'm not actually sure if that is still representative um, based on who may have won or lost their primaries. But Marjorie Taylor Greene is probably the highest profile person running for... The reason she's so high profile is that she's running for um, 
uh, Georgia for a congressional district in Georgia, and she won the Republican primary, which means she will be elected. Wow. And she was um, the one that w- had a Facebook ad she put out taken down because it was a picture of her with like aviators and like a powerful, like scoped rifle. And then the squad, like a bunch of pictures next to the squad. And she was like, I guess it. Yeah, so heavily this, implying that she wants to murder them with a gun. Yeah, so this yes. is uh, on September 3rd. She shared a meme on her Facebook page uh, in which she was holding an AR-15 next to a collage of pictures of uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib. So she she said that it was time for Republicans to, quote, go on the offense against the socialists who want to rip our country apart. Um, so, yeah, wow. face, Facebook took that down. It wasn't an ad. It was just a meme that she posted. But yeah, see, you got to put the parody satire in there. Yeah, yeah. that's how that's that. how you go under the radar. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Also, is you know, throw this in here. Um, that bell, complete, not even close to true. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. So, like, David and I are watching this documentary. It's called It's called The Fall of the Cabal last night, and it was unhinged. And like. You know, in the beginning, and this happened to me with a lot of QAnon stuff, is that, like, I do like to fact check stuff because, like, I just like to know, like, sometimes there are little things that are little weird things in some of these conspiracy theories that are true. And then sometimes, like, there's not. Um, most of the time, there's not. But with TrueAnon, like, you Q-anon. could spend... With QAnon... TrueAnon, everything they say true. TrueAnon, true. that yeah. is 100% true. With QAnon, like, you could watch an hour-long documentary and spend days unraveling it and trying to find out like where they're getting know your facts where are they getting these facts from right um and like one of the interesting ways that that works is that when you discredit every mainstream source of knowledge production um whether it's the news or universities or like snopes.com (laughs) snopes.com like any organization Very. Any institution, <laughs> the only places where you can find information is like random blog sites or other YouTubers or like 4chan. Yeah. 4chan, yeah. So it, it, I actually had to use Bing in a lot of my research because literally Google. Who owns Google? Who is Google? Who is, <laughs> literally, like if you Google some QAnon related stuff, like they have wisened up and changed their algorithm so that when you Google QAnon stuff, what you're likely to get first is fact check. And like journalistic articles, but like I wanted the crank shit. I didn't want like to see what CNN had to say about like I, I don't want fake news. I wanted like where are people? So I had to go to Bing and like to find a lot of this stuff, which is just so strange. Who is Microsoft? Bill Gates and the vaccine. <laughs> oh, and they propaganda. hate they hate Bill Gates yeah. and vaccines. Five G and five yeah. G. That was actually mostly a Q thing, like yeah. right in terms of the whole five G gives us coronavirus. Like, look, QAnon takes. Basically, every single conspiracy theory you've ever heard and subsumes it under it. Like, that is... And, and the under the one unchanging truth is that Trump is God-Emperor, Savior of us all. Yeah. That is so fucked up, because, like, on top of, you know, the whole narrative creation that Trump does, right? He does the exact same thing. It's like, you can't trust anybody. It's fake news. You, you can only trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. You know, and people do. And now there's this whole thing where, like... It's almost hypnotic. Oh, my God. This is so dark. So, I guess what I was trying to say earlier is, like, we're having a lot of fun with this, right? Because it's yeah. Because it's funny, and it's absurd, and it's all over the place, and it just, you know, continues to exist and grow and change with all happenings. Um, 
But I do want to highlight for a moment, like how truly dark this is on a personal level for so many people. Mm -hmm. Like I follow uh, a couple people on Twitter that have had serious problems with their family members getting like super into Q. And, you know, it's like you, you can't, you can't have like a real ongoing, like trusting relationship with somebody who's every word out of their mouth is about John Podesta and, you know, like millions of, of children. Child rape, yeah. yeah. It's just like this, this is dark shit um, in that people and a lot of people take it very, very, very seriously. Yeah. And it like, ruins people's lives and, and it ruins families. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Like, people get divorced over it. Children stop speaking to parents. It's really fucking sad. And I'm really interested if um, anybody, you know, who's listening to this has, uh, you know, any advice on people that are going through this, you know, having somebody that they love or care about, a parent or sibling or something who's just going way down the rabbit hole. If there's ever, if anybody listening to this has any expertise as to how to de-radicalize someone on this type of, you know, augmented reality game phenomena like please write in because we would love to share it i just i have no idea personally like i have no fucking idea how you get someone who has taken this on to be the only truth right yeah so I mean, which is i mean it's the same thing just with like supporting trump enthusiastically in general right is that like i remember when my uncle started getting really into trump in 2015 He's like he he went from like kind of like a just kind of like a boring normie engineer guy that was pretty smart to just like a completely un like you you couldn't reach him on anything and like you would like debunk one video like I remember the the best one was when he 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 posts this video that was purported to be um, uh, Muslims in London pelting uh, people at a pub for drinking. Because it's haram or something. And I'm just, like, looking at this thing, and I'm like, this, that doesn't sound right at all. And, like, you know, through, like, t- ten minutes of Google searching and, like, finding the bar and do it, you know, just, it's like, it's not even the same bar, it's not the same place, and it, it actually ends up being that, like, this was a march for Palestinian rights, and the people that are throwing things are from the bar throwing things at the Palestinian rights activist marchers so it's like it's it's not even close to what they said was being shown in the video and how long did it take you to like figure out it took like 10 15 minutes to figure that out and i show it to him he's like well you're right about this one but you know that this happens that this is true it's of course it's it's the phenomenon of it doesn't have to be true if it feels true yeah and also feels like it could be the case then you know some other instance somewhere else at some other point is true yeah or i mean and and like i think we, we were saying something like this earlier right where if if the 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 core of QAnon or whatever conspiracy theory you're looking at is trump is fighting uh pedophiles and um the mainstream media is um not just wrong but it is like its interests are aligned with the pedophiles or they're run by pedophiles then like there's then doing your own research just turns into go out and look for other people saying the exact same thing i am and even like the very evidence of of fact checking proves that i am right because here they are trying to disprove me and they're run by pedophiles so it's like like, there's no way out yeah we didn't even mention how in that documentary she includes a image of the meme of mark zuckerberg saying how much he enjoyed it was it was like a a, a, like an eye funny fucking meme that somebody made that was like mark zuckerberg talking about how much he enjoyed 
like consuming adrenochrome from children at these parties. And she puts it on there as if it's a real thing. So the internet is basically like perfectly, it's a conspiracy theory machine, Mm -hmm. essentially, because things can be so easily decontextualized, things like the Mark Zuckerberg meme, so that now you find this woman who seems very earnest and like doesn't appear to be like a dummy. um, Or a grifter. Or a grifter. Uh, and this is a doc, again, to a quote unquote documentary. It's one of these like slideshow shows that, that yeah, yeah. all these conspiracy, it's like a genre of the conspiracy theory movement. Um, like she's clearly done hundreds of hours of research to make this thing. And she sees this, you know, meme of a Mark Zuckerberg Facebook post saying that he, so, so it's like, it's really hard to combat it. You were talking earlier, Chris, about asking if people had any resources for this. And there's actually a, 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 a whole field of people who do cult deprogramming. Um, Steve Hassan is one of the foremost like experts in deprogramming people from cults. This has been going on for a long time because cults are nothing new. But QAnon is actually more challenging to deprogram people from than like other historical cults, partly because it all happens online. Mm. And because so much of it is um, creating this lack of trust in knowledge institutions. So you can't give any proof for anything to counter it. One journalist that I was reading an article of uh, compared it to being inoculated against the truth. And you have this incredibly powerful cult of personality in Donald Trump, which is the core one for Q, but he's materially uninvolved, it would seem, unless he is in fact Q, which would be fucking hilarious. Um, like, in the distribution of all of this, uh, this whole lore in this world. And so, like, you can't even hold him accountable except in his, uh, you know, reality trust destroying rhetoric. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, I mean, there, there is in political propaganda, there is, there is, like, you call it inoculating your, you know, like, your audience to your opponent's message, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's a very old I- idea, and QAnon is, like, all inoculation. Like, all that it is is giving these alternative explanations for things that you see out in the world and returning it back to Donald Trump fighting pedophiles. So, it's, like, it's impossible, yeah, to, like, ex- extricate someone from, like, I, I just saw something it's a- that called... Cult, uh, QAnon, like cult, spelt with a Q instead yeah, of a C, that's right? What they, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they that's d- the derisive, right? Yeah. yeah, and like you can't, like, yeah, you can't. It's like some of the like the early parts of like deprogramming someone from a cult, right? Is like you take them, you physically, you remove physically them, remove mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. which you can't do yeah. when it happens online. Yeah, unless you do like some sort of like you know digital detox out in the woods or something. Just like well, Italy, like you yeah. have to kidnap them and yeah. take them away from the internet. Well, people have that sentence applied to them. Like there's a whole bunch oh, of yeah. hackers and through that, court, yeah, yeah, through court that they're not allowed to touch any piece of electronics. But it's not illegal to be to believe in QAnon. So the courts have no jurisdiction over whether or not, like, people who believe in QAnon have access yeah, to the and, internet. Yeah, yeah. N- but nor, like, nor should they. But, like, yeah. uh, but it's just, it's, yeah, let's drop a, that link in the notes uh, for people that might be seeking um, resources on, like, de-radicalizing uh, or what, what was it, the cult? Uh, deprogramming. Deprogramming. I mean, I like, there's not really a... Like, a link or... Yeah, yeah I okay. mean, there's... The, I, I did see like there was like a Twitter account that had a very low following that was like, you know, trying to it's 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 very challenging. I don't know that there are any like firm organizations out there. I can do a little bit of research on that and, and try to find something to put in the show notes. But, I, um, s- I saw one intervention. 
I heard one intervention on video uh, that had uh, been featured in the uh, QAnon Anonymous podcast that I was mm. checking out for research uh, before this episode. And uh, it was at one of the um, marches that were for the Save the Children rallies that mm-hmm. were happening. And apparently there was this guy who showed up and he basically had his own bullhorn and he was talking about uh, how uh, Donald Trump and the elite like um you know cabal as uh, the audience understood them have like bipartisan consensus on a whole bunch of fucked up shit like all of the imperial wars all this stuff it was basically saying like this is neoliberal capitalist imperialism it is not a, a satanist cult donald trump himself has been accused by multiple children of being molested like there's situations uh where when he was running the uh beauty pageant rings there were like these like miss america and and, and other uh beauty pageant rings before that that were even with minors where he would like wander into the fucking um uh, changing rooms and shit and like and he was just directly trying to intervene in public with all these people which is like pretty that's, brave but the reason that's not compelling to people who believe in QAnon is that donald trump has been since like the 80s preparing for this moment when he would take down the global cabal so anything about his past any of his past connections to any of these Epstein people or, yeah all of this is deep him undercover. playing deep undercover playing 12d chess like that's not it's it's that's not compelling to them because they already have the explanation for that i mean i'm sure it's compelling i don't want to like paint them as a monolith i'm sure it's compelling to some people but like the line on that you know when you work in sales you always have you have these objections you have to prepare for objections all the time and you have to have your like you know your 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 clap back immediately you have to have it ready QAnon is very very good at the clap back they know anything that you try to throw at them to to put a you know chink in the armor of QAnon like theory, uh, they have something for that. Like it's we all didn't even inoculation. It's yeah. all yeah, and like we didn't even get. There's so many specifics that I really wanted to get into, and we're running out of time, so we're not going to be able to. But like, if you could look at the process by which they like most kind of. I would say analytic thinkers who look at QAnon and say, like, he's never predicted a single thing. Like, why? Like, <laughs> why do these people? I was having a really like, hard time with this with David. Like, yeah. like I was, I was telling him, I was like, I'm totally stuck in the research on this. Like, I was trying to come up with my notes and stuff, and I'm like, I don't even know how to move forward because I can't answer this very basic question of like, why does anybody believe this when he hasn't predicted a single fucking thing? Yeah, completely missed the pandemic, which they later call the pandemic. Which, if it were planned. Why wouldn't Q tip off, like, the the bakers? Because trust the plan. Because he can't. Because some things he can't reveal. He can't reveal (laughs) all things. He can only reveal some things. And some of the things that he reveals are fake. But that's because it has to be. Because all of this... And this is where the time... So I mentioned time travel earlier. And you probably thought that was just like a funny haha one off. No, like, some people believe that the... Like, this takedown of the global pedophile cabal was actually... Uh, orchestrated through like quantum probability um, technology of like gaming out all of the different like very precise things that have to go down in very precise ways to make this happen because you're dealing with evil forces 
Um, and so there's this like idea that, you know, there's uh, like a lot of like Tesla technology, not, not the car, but like Nikolai Tesla technologies that he invented are being used in this like takedown of the cabal and like this quantum probability gaming and, and, and again, like time travel and all this stuff. This is another thing that the great awakening will harvest a bunch of, um, Tesla's like, you know, infinite energy technologies to like solve our energy crisis. And like, so when you're dealing with people who believe that, yeah, how do you convince them I've, of anything else? I don't I know. I mean, how? I used to know a mycologist who is super good mycologist who also entirely and realistically believed that crop circles were extraterrestrial phenomena and believed that free energy was being hidden from us by the government because they wanted to like, I don't know, create artificial scarcity or something. I didn't even get into the adrenochrome trade with the greys, which is a whole other element of QAnon. So there's, there's extraterrestrial, uh, Wait, we are, World Wars 1 and 2 were a mass adrenochrome harvesting world event to give to the greys in exchange for digital technologies. Oh shit, so there were people like in the trenches, like running around like jamming syringes in like, you know, 17 year olds, like spines, like that were next to them and like pulling the adrenochrome out and handing it over to the aliens. Yeah. Is that that the theory? Because like millions died for no fucking reason. Yeah. they and then there's another reason. theory. So there's another related conspiracy theory, which is that um, during World War II, voluntary con- voluntary uh, conscription to the military was cut off, and so basically during World War II, the government decided who died. And the theory goes that like the last time that the Senate had a supermajority of Republicans was prior to was in the 1930s. So the the federal government basically killed off massive swaths of Republican voters through the draft. Um, Whoa. (laughs) Have you guys ever heard of John Teeter? No. Yeah. So John Teeter was a, another, a non posting kind of thing. um, Except this person called himself John Teeter and they were uh, sort of casually divulging some top secret information on the mission that they were on, which was a time traveling mission from the future to um, collect specific, um, uh, motherboards from like Apple two or some shit that was like needed in breaking some codex in a future war with like robots and shit. Mm-hmm. I forget all the details, but it was this very interesting, like, I think it was like a two or three week span on the internet. And, uh, people who are interested in this kind of thing, just look up John Teeter, T I T O R. Uh, and but it was like a game, right? Like it was like explicitly a game. Well, wasn't it or no, no, it was, it was, Somebody trying to convince people that they okay. were, in fact, a time traveler. Why and would they time travel back to the time where there wasn't Apple IIs? Or, or whatever it was. I forget. Oh, the, okay. the, I, like, I, I'm not, I didn't do any research for this. It's just like an yeah, offhand thing that I think okay. people might find interesting. But basically, um, it, like, I read about it way back then. Uh, yeah. It came out in 2003. So it was like 2003 oh, okay. uh, message board poster. But it created this lore. An innocent time. Yeah. And there was like these really crappy mimeograph copies of like like uh, his operating manual for the um, uh, for the time machine. And he, he claimed to be a shotgun like brigadier uh, in a future civil war that happens in like 20, 2025 or some shit. And uh, he basically That's pretty tight. He, he warned everybody to stop eating meat. He was like, yo, like if, if I can give people advice, it's 
don't eat meat, uh, and, a, and a couple other Maybe things. Maybe he was just like a radical vegan. Maybe. Yeah. He was like, but, this is how I'm going to convert people to veganism. But it was the same type of like myth creation, you know, seemingly just for yucks and stuff. But like, they, it went pretty deep. Like, <laughs> like they, he was trying to explain like how um, zero point energy and like, the how, how the time machine fundamentally worked and like the the various versions of like sci-fi um uh time travel uh like as manifested by various authors and stuff uh racked up to like the the real thing and like you know that he met his previous self and he didn't explode or like you know blah 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 and that he uh yeah anyway just look into it it's pretty pretty interesting shit but it's just uh it's a little bit of a uh analogy to the sort of like you know who are you gonna believe like the online you know myth creation i guess yeah and you know q has spent years building credibility by you know again writing these horoscope-esque q drops that are just vague enough so let's like just you know peek back today at, at today's q drop uh september 14th to the 18th 40 21st to the 25th track and follow events well we live now in an age where events are like, uh, by the time I get home and check out my phone, I'm going to look at some CNN headlines and be like, are you fucking kidding me? That's what happened today? Like, I don't I, I don't even know what's happened today, and I can guarantee you it's going to be wild. So, of course, like, if you throw out eight days, <laughs> some shit's going to have happened. Yeah, that's why um, I met. You're going to catch some fish. And so this, like, did Kevin set his alarm? Well, like, okay, so that kind of strikes me as probably a reference to Home Alone. Right. Or it could be if anything happens with somebody named Kevin over the over the course of those days could be Spacey, could be anybody else. Um, So, you know, like these. McCashin? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Kevin Kevin Mitnick will do something about hacking. So, you know, yeah, that's that's how it works. Is that like there was this one instance where um, Q posted a the famous painting of Washington crossing the delaware oh yeah yeah and he posted this uh it was christmas eve of i think this was 2018 and then um and it was just like merry xmas and nons and then the next day the department of justice maybe some like federal federal twitter account tweeted the same thing and said like merry christmas and it was the the same photo and or portrait painting and everybody was like oh my god q knew that they were gonna post it washington crossed the (laughs) delaware on christmas yeah so it's related to christmas like the chances of any you know branch of of any federal like government institution or organization or anything tweeting out that photo is like or I don't know why I keep calling it a photo. We did not have photography when George Washington <laughs> crossed the or, or did we? Yeah. Or yeah. The Greys showed up. Um, Time traveler, take picture of that. And then there was like another thing. He posted the Lord's Prayer. And then like a Classic. month later, the Pope said that he was going to change a line in the Lord's Prayer to from lead us not into, into temptation to let us not fall into temptation because, you know, God doesn't lead us into temptation. You it's know. a good point. It's a good point. Well, Pope. it's actually not a good point because God <laughs> leads people into temptation all throughout the Bible, like all the fucking time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Job? Yeah. Um, so, and then people were like, oh my God, like, why did he post the Lord's Prayer? But Q posts stuff from the Bible all the time. So it's really not like that remarkable that, and you know, one thing that Q says all the time is how many coincidences before mathematically impossible. And it's like, well. Who can answer that? 
How many angels can dance in the head yeah, of a pin? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and when you're posting this vague shit, I mean, like, just constantly, constantly, this string of questions and um, and taglines, you know, you have more than you know. Like, he says that all the time. This whole thing that just came out with the cuties um film that netflix just released oh my god that, that q's got to be eating that up oh god yeah and because you know susan rice is now on the susan rice i think it is who's now on the board of netflix and, like all of the obamas which are they now, conflate now with the netflix. obamas be, you know, yeah. with like barack obama like owning netflix like that's how it happens right is that like well there was obama did some programming and now susan rice is on the board and so now obama owns netflix and made cute obama made cuties obama is making pedophile content it's part of the pedophile agenda. They're it trying is. to turn us all into pedophiles. Oh, my God. And the symbolism. Another thing Q says all the time is their symbolism will be their downfall. And so then they find these, like, symbols for pedophilia, and they find them everywhere. And so it really is just, like, you know, this... Uh, it's fucking crazy, man. I don't know. Like, it's really... It's exhausting. I don't know how people do the, keep up with this shit for years because like i after two weeks of research am utterly exhausted yeah, you I need a vacation ever want to think about q again um oh but these truths that people adopt are so much more powerful than truths that they're told by an authoritative source you know what i mean because it's participatory yeah because you do it and once you invest it's a lot of it is like the kind of like um, throwing good money after bad. Like if you've spent hundreds, maybe thousands of hours in invested in learning about QAnon, how do you back out of that? Right. How yeah. do you, and we talked about this with Flat Earth too, is that like even if you find yourself at a point where you've been doing this for years and you're really embedded in this community, if something were to shake your confidence and your faith in it, how do you back out? Yeah, I, it's almost like it's you're in too deep, you know. Yeah. I mean, part of it, you know, is as general advice for everything, and this is for leftists as well. You know, it's just like hold these ideas lightly, hold them lightly and uh, strongly enough that you wrap your mind around their consequences and their implications. But understand that, like, nobody knows what's really true. I mean, <laughs> and, kind of, yeah. And and that, like, you're gonna go on what you best can understand of this world, but you got to hold on to it lightly because, like. Yeah. You know, you got to leave room for for growth and 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 discovery. There are uh I I wanted to see if there's anything on Instagram that just like kind of jumped out as an interesting QAnon event and there and if you type QAnon and look for the tags on Instagram, there is nothing. So they definitely keep that uh out of of Instagram, which if I thought that that was like this is it it's it's it, it, it Cheryl Sandberg. Itself, right? Cheryl yeah, Sandberg, Sandberg is, did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It it really is so challenging and I I don't have good I don't have any good sense of whether or not deplatforming works, whether or not this, you know, controlling algorithms, whether or not, you know, you, YouTube has really clamped down on showing people QAnon shit and yeah. flat earth shit. And like I don't know if that's good or bad. I, yeah. I I sincerely don't because it feeds the internet is a big fucking place and server space is cheap yeah. and they can pop up anywhere and they can just move somewhere else. And, and it feeds your money. into this embattled narrative that like when Facebook gets rid of QAnon groups, 
it proves that they're right. It proves that they're on the right track. Yeah. yeah. Where, where at the same time, meanwhile, here is um, yesterday's top 10 performing links on Facebook. Uh, I hate the this last fucking Twitter hours. account that you showed me. I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> Facebook's okay. top 10. Dark. Ugh. Number 10, Fox and Friends. Number nine, NPR. Uh, number eight, Fox News. Number seven, Fox and Friends. Number six, Dan Rather. Number five, Ben Shapiro. Four, uh, Dan Bong, Bong, Bongino. Bongino. He's Bongino. a he's a QAnoner. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. Uh, Grifter. Uh, three, four, America. Two, Mark Levin. One, Franklin Graham. Uh, the day before that, uh, number ten, Franklin Graham. Number nine, Ro- Robert Reich. Uh, number eight, Ben Shapiro. Number seven, trending something called trending politics. Six is Ben Shapiro again. Uh, five is uh, Dan again. Uh, four is Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. Then Ben Shapiro. Number two, Donald Trump. Twenty twenty voters and number one, Ben Shapiro again. And they just, you can just keep going on and on and on and on. It's like every once in a while you get your NPR or your Media Matters or something. And typically, like that. it's just like a major news event that's like yeah. But every- it's not left or liberal at all. It's, you know. Yeah. But just go through, like, here from five days ago, um, the seventh most shared thing on Facebook was posted by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, when have you Van ever Damme, thought of that fucking guy? Van Damme. Well, recently, because yeah. I've been watching Sense8, because uh, M has been uh, watching yeah, it, there and there's a uh, character on there that has a, he's like in some country in Africa, uh, and he drives a bus, and his bus is called Van Damme. Mm. And it's got Jean-Claude Van Damme paintings like all That's over really it. That's really weird. So, outside of that, no, probably Street Fighter, the movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, so just like every, like, every once in a while, like one or two things will pop up that's from the New York Times, npr or whatever but everything else is just all ben shapiro and stephen crowder and and QAnon weirdos yeah. but like that it's so like so on the one hand you're like they'll get rid of on instagram the QAnon hashtag and you're like oh my gosh they're like well, i wonder censorship what, yeah. yeah i wonder what stephen crowder thinks about this and then you go on fucking facebook live and there's stephen crowder telling you like that facebook is trying to get rid of him so you should give him money now because they're gonna deplatform just like they did with uh um out with uh info wars and so they're More gonna have to build their, and, yeah. yeah and so they're gonna have to build their own system eventually yeah. so you know you better buy, buy this MRE kit, this bucket full of uh, freeze-dried lasagna. Oh, it's like that's yeah, the only I mean, you way know, you can survive. Yeah, not, you know, like, like that's it, it's not a bad like, idea. <laughs> yeah, right. But it really, really feeds into each other uh, yeah. quite nicely. Uh, so you know, we were talking about how the central unchanging truth is that Donald Trump is the savior of everybody, and so hypothetically, Donald Trump could end this all, right? But there's probably two problems. One is that he has no interest in doing so, so he won't. So recently he was asked uh, at, during a press conference um, what he thought of like the QAnon followers. And he's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know much about them. I know they like me. And uh, they're like, yeah, but they also said that you're um, trying to take down a pedophile cabal is that know. a bad thing? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> is that a bad thing? <laughs> and when and when somebody said that they're dangerous and they're like you know uh, uh, unhinged potential domestic terrorists, he said no, they love their country. The they just they, they're patriots. They love their country. So, and you know what they do? They love America. You yeah. can say a lot of things about QAnoners, but you can't say they're not patriots. They love the idea of America. <sighs> God bless them, everyone. <laughs> You know, like I hate that we have to end it here because there's just so much other shit. Yeah, it'll never to talk about. It'll never end. 
but but for now, let's close the this chapter on QAnon. Um, well, what we're going to do is we're going to make references to this in the regular episodes, and then you have to tell everyone else you have to subscribe to the the premium <laughs> episodes on Patreon <laughs> to understand what they're saying. I'm sorry, it's just the way it works. Oh, uh, how about the grift? How about the, the we got to close this neck QAnonicon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it didn't roll off the tongue as, as much as I thought it would. All right. Well, thanks so much for for paying us to produce this content for us. Let us yeah. know what you think. Yeah, uh, we'd love to hear hear your thoughts on it. We don't have a. We didn't make a wildflower this week. No, I mean, like you know, the truth is your wildflower. Yeah, yeah, it's um, the truth. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your support on Patreon. We're really grateful to you. You guys are the best. You continue to be the sexiest, coolest people on the internet. For real, for real. And uh, shoot us an email if you have any thoughts on QAnon or anything else at ironweedspot at gmail.com. Thanks. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.